Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings and it's Friday the 26th of February and unfortunately not a good way to finish the reporting season although there are a couple of stragglers coming in next week. The index finishing the week down 161 points or 2.35% at 6,673. That was closing near its lows for the day. We had a high of the day of 67.94 and a low of 66.59. Pretty solid volume, 7 billion plus. Uh, For the week, the ASX 200 is down 1.7%. The big bank basket fell today back from 160 bucks to $156.19. And that Alltech index was down 4.3% today. Dow futures currently down around 130 points having been steady for most of the day, and gold steady in a dollar terms at least at 22.58. Once again, we've seen 10-year yields booming back higher, uh, back up towards 1.8%, with the a dollar falling to 78.39. Bitcoin as well under some pressure, 47.451. Asian markets also falling hard today, with especially Japan falling quite hard down 2.9%, well off that 30,000 level in the Nikkei. Uh, China too off 2.1%. So a pretty horrible day in the market today. Uh, We saw the buy now, pay later sector, I guess, especially hard hit with some of the results today, really not living up to expectations and just showing the market is in a grumpy mood. It's tired. It's been a long month. Reporting season always gets a bit like this towards the end of days. Uh, the big story, I guess, would have been after pay today. It fell just over 11% to $119.52. That's the back on the back of its raising of the convertible. Also, uh, placement and that purchase of the 13% of the US business. That did drag the rest of the sector down as well. We saw Zip uh, down 5%. We saw also OpenPay down 5.5%. Sezzle reported today down 2.9% as well. So no good news there really in that side of the tech sector. In another side of the tech sector, we had a really horrible day for Newix. You'll remember that was the one that Macquarie floated out of private equity, did top out at 11 bucks odd at one stage, fell 32% today, uh, down $2.90 to $6.06. Uh, warned about currency headwinds and also talking about its prospectus forecasts, which look a little bit optimistic now in the current environment. Another big faller today was Orica. Tailwinds everywhere for Orica, or rather headwinds everywhere currency. Chinese-Australian coal wars, all things were going against Orica, and as a result, their CEO is stepping down as well. Stock fell 18%. Service Stream also continuing to fall on the back of its results, and broker comments down 14%. And some of the other high flyers today, points bet down 10.5%. Kogan had a bad day as well after their results. They fell 10.4%. And new uh, Novanix, which had a placement as well at $2.90, big placement there to expand its U.S. battery tech operations. They fell 10.3% today. So some good news, 
Uh, we saw AMP up 7.5%. You know it's an interesting day when AMP is up 7.5% and the market is down 161 points. But the AMP announced the JV with Aries in their uh, AMP capital side of things. So that was good for them. Big Bank Basket fell to 156.19. Macquarie off 1.9% today. And Magellan dropped another 4.4%. In the mining sector, we saw BHP off 2.6%, Fortescue fell 4.5%, and Woodside as well today was slightly easier. Uh, they were down 3.4%, but they did avoid a credit downgrade from one of the agencies. So that was uh, a little bit of a positive there. Gold miners holding the line, at least trying to. We saw um, flatlining pretty much from Newcrest, down only 0.2%, and Northern Star actually up 1.6%. And some of the uh, the only winners today in the winner's enclosure were some of the gold miners, which was good to see for those that are along those. CSL continued to head lower, down another 2.8%. And in corporate news, we saw Red Bubble as well, down 7.3%. So that bubble looks to be well and truly bursting, that's for sure. Uh, in other specific stocks that we saw movements in today, 360 Capital had a good time of late this week, dropping 6.8% into the weekend, a little bit of profit taking there. Damster as well, down 10.5% on their results, as was Zuno, down 8.2% on their results. So not particularly good news there. Treasury Wine Estates has dropped uh, just about 2.5%, sacking 60 of its Chinese staff. And Mesoblast in a trading halt. Another capital raise for Mesoblast, just for a change. Going through some of the big names in the corporate world today that reported, we did see Linus. They were up 5.6%, one of the few stocks up today. They had a really good first half profit of 40.6. year ago, they only made around 4 million. Revenue of 202 million versus a year ago of 180. No dividend, though, but there are some noises coming out of China on rare earths, which do help Linus's case yet again. So that one's looking quite good. Austel up 3%, slight bounce there. They first half profit of 52.4. Consensus was 42. One revenue 840 versus consensus of 949 interim dividend of four cents and some guidance there maintaining EBIT expansions. Afterpay, the big one though, uh, it upsized and priced its 1.5 billion dollars worth of convertible notes. It's successfully, I don't know if successfully is the right word, when the stock falls 11 percent. Uh, secured zero co coupon convertible note pricing due 2026. They are convertible into fully paid ordinary shares in Afterpay. Uh, strongly supported by eligible investors globally. And there was also a Delta hedging placement of ordinary shares at a clearing price of 134.36. So they'd be really chuffed after the stock dropped to $119 and 52 cents to close. Orica, though, has shocker today, down 18%. They updated the market on factors reducing first-half EBIT. Mining activities are taking a severe back foot on the back of trade tensions between Australia and China, uh, severely disrupted by pandemics in sev and several other regions, including parts of Europe, Africa, and Mexico. And uh, foreign exchange also having an unfavorable impact on profits 
to a tune of around 20 to 25 million on the strength of that Aussie dollar. And just to top matters off, costs, uh, costs relating to the Burrup plant and additional SAP system stabilisation costs are up as well with the CEO stepping down. Kogan today, first half profits 36.5 against consensus of 30.3. Stock still dropped 10.4% today though. Revenue 414 versus 219 a year ago, beating consensus as well. I don't know what a poor boy has to do these days to get a share price up, but certainly Kogan wasn't enough. Trading update, January accounts show gross sales grew more than 45% versus a year ago. So not bad, but not good enough. We saw more buy now, pay later uh, reports today. Sezzle down 2.9%, full year profit uh, loss, rather, 32 million US dollars, versus a year ago, 13.1. Revenue, 58.8. Consensus, 56.5. So um, annualized run rate in excess of 2.5 billion US Aristocrat also reported today on a full-year trading outlook. Digital growth, user acquisition spend expected to remain between 25 to 28% of overall digital revenues and an increase in SG&A across the business has continued to scale and deliver growth strategies. Harvey Norman down 1.1% today. First half profit, 438.2. Year ago, 203 Harvey Norman doing very well there. Uh, Interim dividend of 20 cents. Outlook positive momentum has continued from January the 1st to February the 23rd. Sales revenue increasing 21%. Not much else happening in the region apart from the sell-off in China and Japan. And that's about it for a nasty, horrible end to the week. Hope you've survived the red. Let's hope we get a better week next week. Thanks very much for listening. And have a great weekend.